Uh, full circle stuff is super fun. Sarah Dietschy, uh affected quite a bit by my content. Uh, got to know her. Um, and uh, to be the first guest of her podcast was a whole lot of fun. Um, and she's a really impressive young woman, one that I think a lot of you could get value from watching. Just an authentic gal. And I hope you guys enjoy this, uh, this episode. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be What's up, guys? This is episode one of the Creative Exchange, and we have the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk. Woo! How are you? <laughs> I'm amazing. Can I ask you a question first? Yes. Does it feel weird that every guest after your first guest will not be as good as your first? Like, does that set like a weird? Like, it's weird to me that your best episode ever is going to be the first one. I know. So I'm. I'm gonna get Casey, hopefully. Yeah. So maybe he'll be able to. You should to... get him second because then your second best guest ever there you will go. be second. There you go. So today is a special day. <laughs> it is. Because you're putting out your Crushing It book. And I am. my first question about it Please. is John Mayer. So I have been a good <laughs> I have been a guitar player for over ten years of my life. Uh, yes. I know every single one of his songs on guitar. Yes. So when I saw that name, you know, there's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, there's Casey Neistat, mm-hmm. and then I saw John Mayer. How? And were you like, oh my God? Yeah, I was surprised. All of a sudden, six months ago, John Mayer's liking my posts on Instagram. Like, that's interesting. And then, um, and then he sends me an email that was like, John, like, John's such, so John's been very, very, very good friends with a very good friend of mine named Ricky Van Veen, who runs Facebook's watch world now and all, like a big deal, was a co-founder of, of College Humor. And like, I spent a weekend at Ricky's wedding and John was there and we didn't even talk once. I don't like to bother people and things of that nature. And so I've just known that he's a really good dude from Ricky's eyes, let alone being John Mayer. Um, and so it was weird. He like started liking stuff and he sent me this incredible email. I guess he got the email from Ricky and we just really started hitting it off. He's super smart. I mean, even the, like, I, the, the email he sent me, I actually have to find it and print it I like, I weirdly wanted to hook up with him. He's like so dreamy, it's like so weird. He's so talented. So talented, the words were like, I'm like, yes, John, I love you. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, super interesting guy, unbelievably smart, Mm -hmm. um, really gets it. Like, honestly, I think John was, did the best Snapchat execution in the Mm -hmm. height of Snapchat. He's just so creative, Mm -hmm. nonetheless. he just felt so right. You know, quotes are funny with books. It's the timing of who's in your world at the right time. There's so many variables that go into it. I knew the book was gonna go. I felt like this was gonna be a huge book. And based on what's happening on Amazon right now, like I promoted it way less than Ask Gary Vee, and it's not even close. Wow. I mainly think Ask Gary Vee's book didn't do as well because I don't know for people that are listening, but there was this person that did the show with me. Her name was India, and I think she <laughs> dragged down the Ask Gary Vee sales. Um, because wow. of her association of the show, but otherwise, um, it's all India's fault. <laughs> By the way, I'm in the best mood. India's in the <laughs> office right now. India's yeah. like my favorite. India, have you been here five years? Yeah, over five years. Wow. Like super yeah. special to me. Like obviously, we were very, very close during the Ask Gary Vee years. Then she kind of like was like doing this whole thing. She was like, you know, I don't think I want to be associated with you anymore. So she went on her own path. But I miss her dearly. And so like. Even being able to reference her right now makes me happy, and I'm so glad you came here. Yeah. So she decided ago, to walk in here. Two years ago, I officially here. met India, and we've we've become such great friends. I get you know? it. She's and it's, friend it's worthy. Yeah. Um, so John is super interesting. I think he's super creative. He's become a really good friend, and I knew that I wanted with the Rock and Alba 
and and John some quotes in there. Casey obviously is is got fame and awareness in a world that's similar to mine, though he has way more fame under eighteen than I do for his YouTube mm-hmm. sensations. And obviously Kristen Lemkow, the CMO, chases more for the business world. But The Rock, Jessica Alba, and John are quoted in the back because I wanted to make sure people that had never heard of me but walk by it at an airport and like, what's this? When they turn that around, they're like, whoa, The Rock and John Mayer? Like, who is this guy? And then they'll buy it, (laughs) to be very frank. And then, to to be honest, I think I went for the jugular with the quotes because I think I wrote a really good book. I don't, you haven't been able to read it yet, have you? So the first page that I opened, so going back to I play guitar for 10 years, first page I opened was Wampler pedals. And I was like. Just randomly. I've, yeah, randomly. It was the first page that I opened. And I've owned his pedals. I've played his pedals. I know who he is. And I was like, this is amazing. So, so it did seems it blow like you away a, that like Crush It had such an impact? Yeah. yeah. And so there's a good variety of things. So so it's cool. Yeah. It was emotional for me. We got lots and lots. You know, by the way, for everybody who submitted their stories of how Crush It, my first book, uh, in this genre uh, impacted them. Please don't be mad at me, the publisher and my ghostwriter. They had a lot to say with like what got chosen. Um, but like it's so crazy and you're gonna mm-hmm. feel this and you're probably already feeling it, like inspiring people and helping people when you don't even know it's mm-hmm. happening. It's the best feeling. Especially when you're a decade in and mm-hmm. some of these people are actually doing legit shit, you right. know? Um, so very special time for me in my career and like to, it's right now as we're recording this, it's number three on Amazon. Wow. Which is just, Crazy, yeah, super hard. Ask Gary V. When we did that eight-hour telethon, India, we got to like number eighty or thirty-four. But like, it quickly went back to like one fifty. Like for, and I'm not promoting this anywhere close. Right. This is one of the few things I'm doing. Right. Mainly because I know it's your first, you know, podcast, and I wanted to like be a part of it. Yeah. Um, it's just a really yeah, fun time for me right now. And let's go back to the chase thing. Some exciting yes. news just came out. I don't oh, know. Oh, you're real. You're really on. Yeah, your yeah. Shit. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. I am. It, that's but why I put it out today. Yeah, a partnership just came out between J.P. Morgan Chase and Vayner Media, and you guys are going to be doing some voice marketing for them. So you're obviously very into voice. You know the ins and outs. But beyond podcasting, beyond stuff like simple audio, where is voice going to take? You know, companies like this, like J.P. Morgan Chase. I think you're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna start interacting with Apple, Google, or Amazon, all of you, everybody who's listening, and that will happen either in three years, seven, nine, I don't care, but just like the smartphone, when everybody told me they wouldn't get one because why am I gonna pay 400 bucks for whatever the iPhone was at first and my Razor or, or my Blackberry is more than good enough, I'm like, yeah, cool, because you don't understand that Waze and Spotify and Instagram is coming when there are skills and those are complicated AI products on top of Alexa start coming out. When you can literally, when you were taught how to make incredible linguine by the best chef in the world that makes linguine, and it's simple, where it's talking back and forth with you and you're like, chef, one more time, and, 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 the, and the technology's in a place where the app understands what you said and goes, okay, okay, let's go back. It's the pepper three turns. Like, people don't understand what's coming. Right. Like, do you know what it feels like to be in your shower thinking of something and then being able to poke your head out or however your shower is situated and saying, Alexa or Google or Apple or Facebook or whoever's gonna be in the game, you know, Sony or what, I don't care. Find any Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, stop. You know, and so when you can say, hey, remind me to take uh, Fluffy to the vet and it's booked in your calendar or who's my first meeting again today? Or mm-hmm. whose birthdays are there? Can you just wish everybody a happy birthday with a text? People don't understand. This phone that we have right now 
compared to the voice skills that are coming is garbage. Hmm. You are, we are gonna start texting a lot less in a decade because hmm. we're gonna be voicing because it's faster hmm. and we like faster. And everyone has an Alexa, but we're waiting for those skills. Like we're right. waiting for people to fulfill right. that. Right, so, and everybody has right. an Alexa, right? right. Like not yet, right. but you're right. There's a lot of them out there. But to your point, but to your point, when the first killer app comes out, mm-hmm. right? Then, you know, when the Candy Crush comes out, when the Spotify comes out, when right. the when the Twitter comes out, right. that's when stuff gets How going. How do you use your Alexa in every day? What's, is it like, what's the weather in New York City? Yeah, I mean, to me it's music, weather, yeah. quick scores, random, like, I, I like to do funny, like, so my business partner in PureWow, I bought a women's mm-hmm. publishing company, purewow.com last year, so watch this. Alexa, who's Ryan Harwood? Ryan Harwood is a former professional Australian rules footballer who played for the Brisbane Lions in the Australian Football League. So this is funny for me because Ryan Harwood who runs PureWow, I get to make fun of him by Alexa not knowing who he is. (laughs) Alexa, who's Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary Vaynerchuk, born in Dobrunyusk. USSR. Yes, I so love it. So basically what I'm doing now is just saying everybody's name and then kind of like, you know, <laughs> that is making amazing. fun of them. I love that. So you are doing so many things. You have Vayner Media, you have Vayner Sports, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. But you're also having a lot of hip hop artists come mm-hmm. in who are on the up and coming. Your mm-hmm. stories are full of all of the amazing musicians. So my question is, is Vayner Music in the works? Are you gonna start like a low key music management? Sarah, something? I'm not gonna do anything low key. Yeah. So oh, if I'm yeah. gonna do it, it'll be a high That's key. True. That's um, true. No, there is no plans for a record label or a management company. However, music is one of the pillars of our society. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to be very frank, and you've felt this for me a little bit, I like paying forward, especially if I think you're onto something, because there's nothing more rewarding slash intriguing to help somebody, period, comma, not good grammar. It's super fascinating to me when you can do that. You know, it's super fun, like that little Uber, let's let's read, the, Iris, uh, India, I'm sorry Iris, India, because I want to keep Craig, in, can you get that? India, I want you to read that Uber email that's hanging on my wall. Hey AJ, I want to say thanks for being our first ever Uber rider in New York. How was your experience? I also saw that you were looking for another ride last night, but we had no cars available. Sorry about that. I've credited your account with $10 for the inconvenience. So the fact that my brother, because we're friends with Travis, the founder of Uber, and he was here in New York, when was that? When was that email? 2011. You know, like to me, that's, life is fun. And like there's, stories are fun. Like to me, there, there's an email hanging in my office that says, sorry, there were no cars available in New York City. <laughs> like, it didn't even start yet. Same thing for me. There was something that happened where I was like, what if I met with Drake and The Weeknd and Lil Wayne, right, and Lil Uzi Vert, and like, like before they blew up. He was up for a Grammy, Lil Uzi Vert. That's right. Yeah. And so to me, like that's really cool. Like like that would just be fun for my daughter and son. Like that'll be cool for me to look back at one day. I love documentaries. So seeing documentaries of people with like he was hanging out with Elton John before. Like I like it. I think it's interesting and and I really like hip hop music and I've really like gotten into the new kids and I can really help them. Crushing It is probably written as much for the time I spent with the things that we talked about in an earlier career or or what I give the advice to the hip hop kids or athletes now with Vayner Sports. Like I'm sitting on a knowledge base and an appetite for legacy 
around me being a kind and smart. I wanna be the greatest entrepreneur of this generation. I, I wanna make it very simple. There's no low key about me. I wanna be the greatest entrepreneur of this generation. I think that Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk will build much more meaningful companies and, and will make a lot more money. I think I can have the biggest impact on the most future entrepreneurs by a landslide. And I think I'm gonna see that through. Well, I could tell you're a big part of my life and a lot of my friends' lives who are not just entrepreneurs, but also artists. Yep. You know, because there is a big side to creativity that you have to attach business at some point if you wanna make it your living. And I, so, yeah. I think what's been really interesting, I'd love to get your perspective on this, Cindy. I think one thing that's been really funny at Vayner is I listen to, like, I don't think I ever talked a lot about my creative side, but I have so much creative firepower, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I have a real crazy, India, I have a crazy affinity for artistic people. I love business and I love getting artists practical so that they are not at the mercy of the machine. Like crushing it is for artists to, like to me here's the question, right? Like there's an amount of money you want to live your lifestyle and then there's like being happy and doing what you're doing and like there's, you know, some people are risk adverse and they'd rather have a job but like to me it's like, man, there's so, like, like I'd like to think that Iris and India are happy enough in their jobs that they wanna be here as well, but there's a lot of people that aren't happy at their job and I just think you can make $41,000 a year or 91,000, forget about millions. Like there's a lot of people out there who make 83,000 a year and hate their job and have to pay their student loans and I'm just like, hey, if you know more about ACDC than anybody in the world or you love ACDC, it's weird to me that just like you're starting this podcast that they could start the ACDC 2020 podcast and the concept is we'll be talking about ACDC as we head into the year 2020 and over to like, like there's just so much that can be and the fact that ACDC merchandise companies may wanna sponsor that one day or like Ticketmaster or like it's just real. I'm gonna make a lot of money. I hate that I'm the example because I'm also a good businessman. Like, so people see that, oh, you have to be making millions. Exactly. To, to me, point. it's like, yeah. fuck no. And you need to make, if you make 80K and you can make 68 doing it about the Smurfs or about hoodies or about pasta in a Kansas City, that's nuts. And it's real. Mm-hmm. And people didn't believe me when I wrote Crush It. Now they do because they know that there's people who make a million dollars a year about slime. There's people like yourself. Like, it's real. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I like kind of the shift of narrative talking about, you know, what does make you happy and if it's $10,000 less than what you're earning now, why not? You know, what makes you happy? Because a lot of people see the Lamborghinis and the big houses and they attach that to their happiness. Because they're insecure mm -hmm. and they need a Lamborghini. Guys especially, guys will always want to hunt to close the gap on their insecurity and they think a Rolex or champagne is gonna make a pretty girl or you know like them and it's just not gonna, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I mean, listen, it could work. The problem is you're gonna attract a person who's also insecure. Right. And so like, you know, it's just very, um, it's very intense for me right now because it's weird because very cool people think I'm cool and I don't think that's cool, though I do. I feel it's a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what I want to push is kindness and patience and being a word man and woman of your word and the long game and creating quality. I have a moment right now that's gonna continue to grow. I don't think it's going away tomorrow. I have a three, seven, nine year moment 
where I have a chance to make a real impact. Because if I can make 16 year old guys good men, well then I can change the world. Like if you think about it, like if I can take a entire generation right now of 16 to 20 year olds who think I'm rad and boy are there a lot. And I can make my virtues that my mom instilled in me, that I was born with, that who I am. Like I like that the world's melting where bad guys are getting exposed that look successful Mm -hmm. because mm, I don't harass women. Like I don't suppress women leaders in my company. Like I'm doing the right, like I want the other thing to be cool. This is a special time. And I feel a lot of responsibility. So um, I'm just, now listen, some people like Lamborghinis and like fast cars and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's not okay when when you take pictures of a big stack of cash, like you know, I don't know. Yeah. By the way, that's fine. I don't. I don't judge anybody. Here's my punchline: Be a good person. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So shifting gears <laughs> yes. a little bit with Vayner Media, Vayner Sports, your yes. own team, Team Gary. Yes. Um, a lot of stuff is coming out. You have vlogs almost every single day. Yes. You do the podcast, Ask Gary V Show. Yes. So a big part of that is delegation. So yes. You at one point had to say, "I need X, Y, Z. I need to hire employees for this." So a lot of people who have personal brands who are expanding are hitting this wall me personally, of how do I get help to further this? You know, I, I, I'm, I need more than just me. And so what was that one moment that you kind of had the aha moment of delegation, whether it was like that's filming n- for Wine Library? That's never been or- a problem for me, okay. ever, 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 because I always think about building high key, right? And so I know that 83% of me or 64% of me is better than me not doing it all. You, there's no issue with delegation. Like you guys know that you need to hire people, reinvest into your business, all that. Letting go of the creative, which Bingo. is Bingo. And for artists, they're so romantic and it's mm-hmm. so subjective. I think there's too much ego. I think all of you have too much ego. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm excited about is if you let somebody else do something, you may learn something from how the audience responds to it. My big thing is I'm not scared. Like what's the audience gonna say? I'm ugly in that shot, I, I'm not funny in that shot, I, I was stupid, like, it's all gonna work out. So I think the big thing for me, Sarah, is very simple, is like, is like, I think you need to trust your team, because they may be right. And guess what, the only person that's right is the audience. And if you never try, you don't know. That's good, that's good. You know, and so I think a lot of people are missing, like what if you were passionate about spaghetti, but you're best at, you know, Meatballs, or what if like you're super pretty person, but like the post that mattered was bad lighting and no makeup, because it just made people feel like you were real for that one second, like they put you on a pedestal, but it's like nice to see a zit, or you know, like I think about that stuff, you know, like like I think about it. That's good. Last question: mm-hmm. What is something like one story, one person, one aspect of crushing it that you want people to hear? What's something you know? Maybe they're out, they're on the fence. Why do I need this book? What's something you can yeah. share from it? Honestly, I'm less worried about people like getting the book. Like, go to the library, steal it on like a BitTorrent. <laughs> I really just want you to read it. Like, I'm really, I mean it. Like, listen, I want you to buy a thousand copies too. Like, I'm all over the place on that. That part doesn't excite me. What excites me is. I wrote this book as much for you, who I think is very advanced, as I did for somebody who's never done anything on the internet. Meaning, for somebody who's never done, it's like time to try. Like just make a one minute to the camera on your Instagram post about your thoughts on X, period. 
esports, WWE, like I don't care, jelly shoes from the 80s, like it's time. Number two, and this is really for you, like you don't even know how I feel about you doing this podcast. I have no idea how much or how little impact I have on you doing this podcast. You had an impact. I, I <laughs> thought so because I'm pushing all of you so hard to do voice mm-hmm. more than anybody. And I know you're gonna win. You're about to build a much bigger audience because a lot of people wanna watch your videos but they're busy. And now that when they're on their treadmill or going to work, they're gonna listen to this mm-hmm. and they would have never watched this. It's a big deal. So for me, I wrote this book because I can't believe after where I was, even when you and I met, where I was on the pedestal of leadership on this genre, where I've gone in the last 15 months is a totally different plane. I'm in a totally different plane. 15 months ago, I would be noticed on the streets once every two or three days for a selfie. If I'm outside for a minute, I mean, I'm I'm taking 34 selfies a day. I'm starting to get weird and kind of weirdly like, and I love it. I love the interaction. I'm For starting to get a perspective. Two years ago, we were almost at the same subscriber count, around a hundred thousand, and now Gary has passed a million. Congrats! Thank you. Crushing it. <laughs> but you know what's even more interesting, and I think this is why I think you're special. I think you're going to win because you have something very real to say, and you're coming from a good place. Like to me, I appreciate that. And metrics have some alluding to what's going on, but I'm much more. I look at metrics as width, right? Like how many, but depth. What, you, what makes me still spend time with you is I think you have depth. I have depth. Like I don't think I'll, again, it was kind of like the Bezos and Zuckerberg thing. I don't think I'll ever have the most points, the most followers, like the most money, but depth, I think I have a shot, right? And through that depth, and so for me, I think that I'm just excited for you. Like I think this book, and I don't even care if you read it, the energy of where I'm at right now is dragging you into new places, and if it's dragging you, well then we're, then I'm off to the races. Because if I'm affecting you, you're about to affect a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And that's when that little ripple, you know that little like you put the pebble in the pond or the ripple effect, whatever, you know, you know like I'm, I feel very lucky and blessed that I think I'm at the center of stuff and that I'm impacting people, people that are bigger than me, like The Rock. And John, like that's cool. It's huge. It's huge, yeah. and it really makes me feel good. And and more importantly, the fifteen to twenty five year old dude thing is real for me. And most of all, I've got sharp elbows. Like I'm no, I'm not Mother Teresa around here. I want to build businesses. I want to crush people and destroy them. Like I'm very competitive. <laughs> but it's that com- energy's contagious too. But I think know, it's yeah. more like me being putting on my jersey. It's like you know, it's mm-hmm. like my favorite. Like like I I think about the Olympic girls soccer team. Like. Like I watch girls' soccer sometimes, like these fucking girls are fierce as shit. You start looking into them in their lives and like they're so sweet and like, like, like I feel like I'm an athlete. Like when I'm in my business zone, I put on my jersey and I wanna kill everybody. I wanna punch Casey in the face and you and everybody. But in real life I don't. I want you to win more than anything. Like when the game's over, and we take off the jersey. I want to like switch jerseys with you and take a photo. I want to like help your sister get into the college she wants. Like, like, and so that's how I think about my life. So here's what I want. I want people who are listening to understand this. There's a lot more to go. There's a lot more to do. You haven't accomplished anything. There's so much opportunity that even me, who I think I'm at the best of my craft, I'm not even close. Do you know what would happen if Casey started a podcast? It would kill. 
It would kill and he would be bigger, bigger, bigger and he could do whatever he wants with that attention. Cure cancer, make a trillion dollars. I don't care what you do with your attention. I just know that there's a huge opportunity for more of it, so go get it. I wrote Crushing It for people that were 101 and people that were 201, maybe even 301 and that's why I'm so proud of it. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for being on the first podcast ever. And one more note, speaking of the competitive side of you, on Twitter, mm-hmm. a few months ago, yes. I challenged you to a one-on-one basketball, basketball game. I saw I that. I played basketball my entire, like yeah, all of good. high school. I actually think I might be weirdly ducking you. <laughs> so the I next was about interview... to reply. Yes, we're doing it. <laughs> okay. I was literally about to reply and be like, "Yeah, let's do this." Yeah. And then I like saw some sort of highlight, and I'm like, "Okay, let me rethink this for 14 <laughs> so seconds." So next interview, we'll love up. We'll get D Rock. I'm 100 we'll in. By the way, hoops. I want to yeah. say this because I have a chance to lose all respect in the world. I'm gonna say it right up front. I'm a bad guy when I play sports. So I just wanna set that right Good. now. So just, with you know, that going forward, we'll keep that in mind. But but heck yeah, thank you so much for I being love you. I wish you nothing. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Yes, I love no, you and yes. I wish you the best. Oh, I love you, everything you do. Everything, like all the vlogs, <laughs> all the speeches, keynotes. I just got back on your content again. So like two years ago, I ingested it and then I did it and I didn't watch for a year. Makes, and so I'm that. rounding back to it. You know and, what's so crazy yeah. about that? I'm so glad we're ending with this. That has been so on my mind lately. Um, God, I gotta tell you, it makes me feel really emotional. I really, really think about it like music. I'm like, fuck man, I got a shot. I don't want anybody to consume my content. I want them to get it and go get theirs, not juice my, I think one of the biggest reasons I'm not bigger with numbers is I don't do the behavior that builds big numbers. I, I'm losing people, I'm leaking people mm-hmm. because I'm in, who puts out content on YouTube that tell, like looks in the camera and says, stop watching me, go do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then watches their numbers, like, de- like declining is weird when you're growing. <laughs> that means you're really declining because you're still yeah. growing. I am proud of that. But then what has been funny, this is like the 10th time I've heard this in the last month, real people like you that are winning and have it are reconnecting because I evolve Mm -hmm. and so I continue to bring value Mm -hmm. and that means I'm not a one trick pony and that means I can end up being like the people I would respect in music who have like six albums in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So guys, go pick up the book. All of Gary's links are in the show notes, especially, um, yeah, new book, YouTube channel, Instagram. And also make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, but also on Apple Podcast and Google Play. So thank you so much. Thank you. Woo. Awesome. Hey, podcast listeners, uh, big ups. I'm putting on my Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of Vayner Media hat right now, not the Gary V that all of you love so much, or at least are curious of, or actually are starting to hate. I have no idea how you feel, but I love you. Nonetheless, uh, we're a year into it, uh, not even really, but one of the most exciting things that Vayner Media sells, besides the million dollar scopes for the biggest brands in the world, is this concept of four Ds. Do I have a URL for this as I'm doing this? Is it, can, can you figure it out while I'm yapping? DRock? Anyway, four Ds Daily Digital Deep Dive, a consulting product from VaynerMedia that has crushed uh, for us and has had a huge impact. I just came back from Agent 2021. I know this is a post uh, announcement for the podcast, but I'm gonna run this for a while. So that was in January if you're listening in May, Uh, but I know it's February right now. Nonetheless, um, 
uh, a $10,000 immersion day where you come in and you learn from our creative team, our media team, our consulting and strategy team, like just a complete get in here, kind of like Disney and Zappos does, have your company pay for a $10,000 consulting strategy day here in New York City. We're also now doing it in London. Details are on VaynerMedia's site, vaynermedia.com slash 40s. Slash services slash 40s. Can you create a Gary V's? Create a Gary V for me. Hold on, everyone. Stick with me here. D Rock's going. If not, I'm going to create a Gary V. Great. VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS, right? VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS, the 4Ds, the daily digital deep dive. It is changing small and medium-sized businesses' worlds. Go on the website to get the dates or go to Gary Vaynerchuk's website, GaryVaynerchuk.com, and go to events and see it there. I'm in there for an hour doing kind of my one-on-one Q&A, personal fix your business, grow your business, expand your business session. It has exploded. I am now completely confident in this product. At first, I was like, oh, 10,000, could we make it worth it? Hearing the ridiculous stories of I came to your 40s and was doing 280,000, now we're doing 2.2 million. To be very frank, I'm thinking about raising the price. I want to make sure the podcast world knows about it. VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS or GaryVaynerchuk.com, hit the events tab. Come and check out the 4Ds. I'd love to see you in New York or London. Go see the dates, sign up. This will change your business. See ya.